I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Dream Job Ready. My name is Dane Sharp. I'm your host and I'm excited to bring you something a little special and a little unique for this and the next few episodes. Similar to the three short episode series that I released with career strategist Elizabeth Carasa back in June 2020, podcast episodes 19, 20, and 21 for your reference, I've interviewed another career expert over several sessions and plan to release six short episodes that I've done with them. Noah Cohen is a professional sales coach and offers free online sales training for anybody on his website, cohentraininginstitute.com.au. I worked with Noah very briefly at Groupon, and he's also specialized in training sales consultants across the retail, fintech, HR, and insurance industries. Please keep listening even if you're not in sales, because I've asked Noah to generalize a lot of the subject matter that he's typically teaching to these sales consultants and break it down for us, because I really believe that the sales processes he shares are valuable in anyone's day-to-day role. Whether you're presenting an opportunity or an idea internally at work and trying to sell that across the line, Maybe you're pitching to a potential business partner. Or perhaps you're about to walk into arguably the most important job interview of your life and you need to sell yourself. There's a lot of great advice in this interview and throughout the series, and Noah has also kindly shared some great scripts, templates, and best practices that I'm going to include in each podcast episode description. That way you can take them and put them into practice yourself. I think you're going to really enjoy this content. And without further ado, let's go and learn how to master the sales process. Please note that the opinions of guests are their own and not those of the companies they have worked for. G'day Noah, I think it's important to kick this episode and series off with some simple reasoning and logic. Please give us your take on why it's important to know how to sell. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess um, it really boils down to the fact that at all stages of our life, we need to be able to convince other people to make decisions or influence the decision-making process. And it, that's when people get a little bit confused because sales already is a dirty word in a lot of people's minds. That's when they need to separate that mindset from the fact that I'm trying to convey a message to this person or this group. How do we get on the same page and talk about things that matter to both of us for the best outcome to um, cope? to come out. So to be able to do that, you need to follow a series of steps to be able to replicate and be able to kind of, I guess, determine what the positive outcome will be. And that in itself is selling your ideas. And look, I've never had a, I guess, a traditional sales title or job title, if you will. 
Um, but it's become, you know, more and more evident and obvious as I've progressed through my career how important it is to be able to, you know, sell, whether that's sell yourself, sell the product you're working on, sell the brand, sell the company, sell the opportunity. You know, there's a, there's a million ways you could look at it. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, for, for, for someone that hasn't typically been in a sales role or isn't necessarily aspiring to, you know, have that sales job title, kind of break down why it's important regardless of what you're trying to put out there and, and trying to convey and, and I guess get a partnership with a client on why it's important to have a, a process behind this and have a formula behind this. Yeah, that's a good point also. Let's look at um, educators, teachers, uni professors. Let's say you have a student that might be possibly reluctant to do certain parts of the studies. You need to be able to communicate the end outcome, the positive outcome of what they're trying to achieve in their career or with their ambition or with their life and sell each step, convince and influence the decision-making process that that person is going through as 18, 19, 20-year-old student. Why do you need to do this? You need to be able to convey messaging or stories of other successful students that have gone through this process and what they've achieved to be able to convince them. As doctors, how can you be able, how can you convince a patient to go down a path of a treatment? You need to be able to sell and convince them ethically in a very conversational way to be able to, for them to be able to see the positive outcome they're trying to achieve. And how do you uh, make this practical for people? So, you know, how do we how do we see or work through the process? What is the process that that you know you train and, and you coach sales staff with? Yeah, great. I mean, as salespeople, as sales trainers, we've always been um, told that okay, you tell us all these things, but tell us the how. To, how do you actually do it? And to be the first thing is first, you need to be able to have rapport, right? You need to be able to have a good, strong relationship. Now, I'm not saying you need to be best friends with this person or this group. But you need to understand that what you want and what I have to offer match this podcast, for example. We both want this podcast to be successful and add value to your listeners. So that in itself puts us on a strong rapport that sets the conversation forward as this conversation is going. Then you need to talk about, as you did very brilliantly, is set the expectation, set the agenda. In the next 20, 30 minutes, we're going to talk about X, Y, Z. So now I know what you as an interviewer, are you trying to achieve? So you are trying to sell me the idea that this is going to be a strong podcast. And now I know there is no hesitation, there is no preconceived ideas. And then we're going to the asking questions part, trying to find out what you want and what I have to offer, whether that aligns or not, and then that can go either way, either a yes or a no. But we both know that it will be okay to do. Yeah, look, I hope anyone that's listening that has listened to previous episodes is kind of, you know, straight away making that connection to some of the conversations I've had with past guests around mentorships, uh, partnerships and relationships, whether that's been, you know, photographer and um, an artist, which uh, was an episode with, that I did with Michelle Grace Honda, or whether it was with a marketing manager and a surfer or an athlete, uh, like mm -hmm. the episode I did with Neil Ridgway. Um, but all of those, I guess, relationships partnerships um you know collaborations kind of require this insight that is hey i'm going to do good for you but i obviously know what i want in return and i'm going to do good for yeah. me and we'll try and make it work right definitely i definitely agree with you there needs to be a symbiotic relationship where both parties are very clear that this is what we're going to go through the outcomes could go either way but we both expect 
so we don't we're not kind of romantic about a specific specific and specific outcome and it can go either way but we will be okay with either one and i guess um in your training you typically provide um you know obviously you know the data and the insights around the process but also spur on some you know ways to actually put it into practice as well right yeah. and i think we're going to try and um you know pull out at least one or two uh, practical ways for the listener to go away after each of the episodes we record and try and put something in practice, right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely right. And I'll be happy to share any tips and um, I guess, um, I wouldn't say tricks, but tips and scripts and things that they can actually put into practice and get positive outcome. But yeah, definitely we'll be able to have you do that. For example, when it comes to building rapport, we'll go ahead and give you some examples of that when it comes to asking questions and all of that stuff. So just looking at the episodes we're going to record, uh, we're going to do one that focuses on rapport and trust, as you mentioned. Uh, we're going to look at one around setting an agenda. Uh, and I think this is this is crucial, coming back to what I just said a minute ago around even trying to create relationships with mentors or partnerships or sponsors. Um, yeah. We're going to do an episode on the discovery funnel and need analysis. Uh, can you give me a very quick take on that, just so, just so the listener is understanding discovery funnel and need analysis? Yeah, definitely. Um, you need to be able to always get to the root cause of desire, problem, or the need of the person that's in front of you. Why are you trying to have this conversation with me? What have you done before? Has it worked? How much time, money, and effort is it costing you personally and in your uh, business? And once you get them talking about the issue, you then come to the root cause of the problem and then you can, once you've diagnosed, you can prescribe. It's like a doctor. You can't walk into a doctor's practice and say, I have a headache. Then they say, okay, cool, let's, um, let's uh, organize a surgery. That just sounds ridiculous. So they do a lot of needs analysis, a lot of diagnosis to be able to get to the root cause. And this is where you start looking at, um, you know, key questioning. Um, you start looking at, you know, even sort of, um, I guess, leading to some of the decision making, etc. Right as well, because I know we'll do an episode on, um, you know, rough title, but uncovering a prospect's budget, their goals, and then their decision making process. That's exactly right. We need to understand to be able to counter how buyers and prospects buy. We need to be equipped with ways to understand what the process is. So for example, when it comes to decision-making process, regardless of the size of the business, multiple people might be involved. In the medium to larger enterprise organizations, there might be different organizations, finance, IT security, legal, marketing. Those people need to all be involved in a decision-making to be able to get your software, product or service, and then implement it into the business. So as a salesperson, I always say, you need to be the facilitator or the conductor of this process and get the right people in that company to talk to the right people in your company and then you keep rapport throughout the process. And, you know, I think everyone will agree how important, you know, stakeholder management and even cross sort of functional, cross functional um, collaboration has always been, but, you know, you only need to look at kind of the majority of good uh, job descriptions or job ads now, and, and that's been called out a lot. And, and I think you know, that's going to be key to, again, any role uh, that, that has those requirements. Um, and then kind of last and, and, and certainly not least, but probably the exciting part, hopefully, um, is closing the sale uh, and then managing and, and you know, working with that partner after the sale. Uh, and that's going to round us off, um, you know, hopefully with closing the sale, but also I'm sure yeah. you'll talk to, um, you know, working through the no's as well, right? 
That's exactly right. We need to understand if what they want, need or care about matches what we have to offer. As I said at the very beginning, setting in the agenda, you've told them very clearly. It may be a yes, it may be a no, but we will decide that when we get to the end of the conversation. And then it opens up a relationship. You ask for referrals and then you tell them how you're going to onboard them into the business in terms of what happens now. Right. You stop dealing with the salesperson, but there is a world of relationships that you end up um, um, building into our company. So you talk about that. Perfect, Noah. Uh, I'm super excited about this, mate. Uh, I know I'm personally going to put this into practice uh, as we go through each episode. Uh, we've got five upcoming episodes, which we've talked through. Um, you know, obviously, we worked on and put, a, put in practice putting an agenda for this episode. Uh, so I hope yeah. the listener keeps listening. Uh, I know uh, there's going to be some um, you know, crucial and very valuable, um, uh, I guess, information coming straight up when we talk rapport and trust in the next step. Great. I'm excited to do that. Thanks, Noah. Thanks. Hey there, thanks for listening to this episode of Dream Job Ready. Please make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening and please share this podcast series with your network. Have a great week. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.